0: people. You know what time it is. Ladies and gents, guys and dolls, and everyone in between. Gather round, get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on, cause it's time for Smut Club. Here's your hosts, Chelsea and Hannah.
1: I'm Hannah and I'm Chelsea and welcome to Smut Club.
2: We're so glad you're here. We're so glad you found us. We don't know if that was intentional. We don't know if that was accidental. We don't know if you slipped and accidentally hit play and you're like, what is happening here? But regardless of how you found us, we're glad you're here. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome welcome to the party. Welcome to the Smut. (coughs) The Smut party. I was hoping I could come up with a pun on the spot and I failed miserably. Um, I appreciate that you tried the smuttacular. Nope, nope. We'll we'll keep trying. <laughs> Not right now, we won't. But in the future.
1: <laughs> so today, um, we are going to review a book called Top Secret by Serena Bowen and Elle Kennedy. They partnered up for this oh. one.
2: Oh, okay. I haven't read this one, but I've read some Elle Kennedy, and I've always thoroughly enjoyed her stuff.
1: Me too. Um, and this one I found by accident because I had been reading a lot of L Kennedy um, and just picked this one up and didn't realize that it was male male, um, and actually fell in love with the story. And so I decided to make this our first Mail Mail review because it is one of my comfort books. I love it a lot.
2: Okay. How many times would you say you've read this book? Because I've heard you describe it as your comfort book several times. And mm-hmm. I know like mine— and uh, do you do this with your comfort books where there will be like times where you're like, I'm not even reading the whole thing cover to cover. Yeah. I'm just like jumping in at like the 50% mark just mm-hmm. like because I wanted a comforting story.
1: Yeah. So I would say completely through, I've read it three times. Okay. Um, One of those I want to say was audio.
2: It still counts.
1: It still counts, but like one of them was audio. And then I have like, when I've been in the car and like caught up on my podcasts and not, I, I don't have an audiobook or whatever, and I'm not in the, mu- the mood for certain music or whatever, like I'll put this on even if I'm not mm-hmm. like doing the whole thing, you know? Yeah. So um, I will first introduce us to our first male main character. His name is Keaton Hayworth third. Um, he he kind of sounds like a douche a little bit. Okay. He is a uh, football player. Um, he is uh, in a fraternity. He's currently running for frat president for the following year. Um, he has been dating his girlfriend, I want to say for like five years. Her name is Annika. Um, very, very stereotypical frat boy energy from from Keaton. However, we learned that he is super smart. He's a bio major um, and wants to study marine biology. And He's not
2: just a stereotype. Exactly. Okay. He's
1: also wicked smart. Um, so we will find in this book that there are a lot of tropes, like the most tropes. We have the football player. We have the fraternity brothers. We have the um, straight guy exploring his sexuality. We have male strippers. I mean, we have all the tropes. So we open with I love that, like,
2: some of those I wouldn't even call tropes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For the male-male genre, they're tropes.
2: Yeah. Strippers are a trope in Mm male-male. I'm learning things. And
1: I'm, I'm so happy to teach you. So, <laughs> so Keaton, we open with him with his girlfriend, Annika, in a coffee shop. And um, they are discussing the other guys in the coffee shop and which ones Annika finds attractive. Because we discover that Annika has requested for her 21st birthday to have a, a threesome with another man. And Keaton is—he basically says, you know what? I'm a scientist. We're going to do an experiment. I don't know if I'm going to be into it, but let's find out, baby. If that's what you want for your birthday, happy birthday. We'll make it happen. We love to see
2: open communication in a relationship.
1: Yeah. He's like, let's let's explore this for sure. But he's also like, sweetheart, we cannot ask anyone we know. And she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, I cannot just go ask one of my fraternity brothers— To have a threesome with us.
2: Yeah, he's pretty visible in their world. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's like, and then, you know, well, I'll have to see him at a reunion in 10 years and he's going to be like, there's that pervert that asked to see my dick. Like, no way. We're not doing that. It has to be a stranger. Um, And Annie, as she, is her nickname, um, Annie's like, fine, okay, whatever. Like, I trust you. You figure it out. Great. So Keaton decides to download an app called Kink. So on this app, you can uh, select what you're looking for, what kind of experience you're looking for, what kind of kinks you're into, what kind of partners you want. And so he makes a profile. This feels like a very well-rounded dating app.
2: Very much so. Maybe dating isn't just a a well-rounded app. I mean, it's a hookup app, app, yeah. Isn't that what all dating apps start as? Basically, yes. Um, So uh,
1: he downloads this app. He's a little bit nervous, but he's also kind of excited Um, And he waits until, because all of his friends are around and they're talking about he's running for frat president and all this and that. He waits until they all leave to go to class. And then he downloads this app, creates a profile, and kind of jumps in and is like, let's see what's what. So then we flash back and forth between the two um, points of view. So our second person, um, his name is Luke Bailey. Um, He is also in the fraternity. He is also running for frat president. In the same frat. In the same frat. And um, we learned very quickly that he does not have a lot of money. Money is super tight for him. Um, he works crazy hours, but we don't know doing what yet. Um, he's very, very smart, very driven, um, wants to get into business, improve himself. He makes a point to say, because like a vending machine eats his dollar or something, and the girl behind him offers him a dollar, and he's like, no thanks, and in, in his head, he's like, I will never take anyone, anything from anyone at this school, ever. Mm. When I graduate, it's going to be because I did it and everybody else can suck it. Like, not happening. Mm. Um, but he is exhausted a lot of the time. Is he openly gay? He is openly bisexual. Okay. Um, but he doesn't advertise it at the frat.
2: Also makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, actually, Keaton's best friend in the frat hates Luke deeply because Luke accidentally hooked up with his ex-girlfriend at a party because he didn't know that it was this guy's ex. Mm. Ex. So this guy is like... He broke the bro code.
2: Like, he didn't know there was a bro code there.
1: He didn't, but it doesn't seem to matter. So Luke makes some allusions to, like, him, his family being kind of a mess, not having a lot of money being super strapped for cash and all all that kind of stuff. Um, And he also references Keaton and mentions how much he, like, fucking hates this guy. So they live um, on the same floor in the frat house, and Keaton has the big room, and Luke has, like, what they call the servant's quarters. That's like, basically a little closet, and they share a bathroom on, like, the third floor of this frat house. Um, And so... He is constantly irritated with Keaton making noise, um, and he was going to do some homework or something. He gets back to the house. He was going to do some homework, but then he's like, eh, eh, like, eh, I'm not really feeling it. I'm going to get on kink. Luke is super sex positive. He does not give a shit. He is just here to do whatever he wants to do that feels good and is consensual.
2: Yeah, and he found an app that afforded him that outlet. Love to see it.
1: Exactly. And he's like, obviously, I do not have time at this point to, like, coordinate a whole hookup, but let's see what's what. What am I in the mood for? I'm in the mood for a threesome. So he selects it and starts swiping, and he comes across this profile, and there is a photo that has the faces cropped out, and he's like, that makes sense. I don't have my photo in my—or my face in my photo either. Uh, We got to be careful with this shit. Um, But these two are obviously super hot. I'm into that. Let's see what's what. So he matches with someone called Lobster Shorts. That is the name of this person. And he's wearing um, Lobster Short uh, swim
2: trunks in the photo. So that's where it came from. I imagine, like, chubbies swim Basically. Trunks. Yeah,
1: that's the image I'm getting. Okay. Um, so they start chatting a little bit and then um they start talking about like Luke starts throwing out, okay, so you know, what are you and your girl into? You know, like what, what would be the rules around this? You know, can I touch you? Can I touch her? Do you want me to fuck her? Do you want to fuck me? Like what what's happening? And Keaton is like, it's Keaton. Keaton's like Jesus Christ, (laughs) like I I was not not prepared. (laughs) And he's like, bro, if you haven't thought about this, you're not ready. And he's like, no, it's not that. It's not that I'm not open to it. It's just that I didn't know what to expect, and I need a moment to kind of consider it. So Annie definitely wants you to touch her. He doesn't use her name, but he's like, my girlfriend definitely wants you to touch her. So yeah, and then I don't know if I want you to touch me. Maybe. But, like,
2: I have to say, I really appreciate the conversations they're having. Mm -hmm. Like, there's there's no guessing. It's all open. Like, let's all make sure we're on the same page. We are all consenting to the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, really loving this energy.
1: Exactly. So, when Lobster Shorts says, I don't know if I want you to touch me, he's like, let's do an experiment. And he basically starts sexting him a scenario of— uh, like a guy between his legs, right? And uh, like going down on him, basically preparing to give him a blow job. And right before like the money moment, Brandon's upset about what's about to happen. Right before the money moment, Luke is like, so you have a homework assignment. You finish the fantasy and tell me, tell me what you come up with. And Lobster Shorts is like, are you fucking serious? Like, you're going to leave me with my dick in my hands right now? And he's like, yes, Yes, I I am. am. (laughs) And so, (laughs) so that's kind of the initial interaction. Um, But there's a lot of, like, really cute back and forth where Keaton starts talking about lobster sex because— Luke was making fun of his lobster shorts and he's like, lobsters are amazing. Do you know how they mate? And Luke is like, what the fuck are you saying right now? And he's like, well, um, the dude like pees into the woman's shelter or the female lobster's shelter. And then she's like, I'm into that. And then he comes in and strips off her shell like a prom dress. That's a direct quote. (laughs) strips off her prom dress like a, like, or strips off her shell like a prom dress. And then they do it missionary style. And Luke was like, the
2: fuck is this? I'm learning more than I thought I would today. (laughs) Because whenever I think of lobsters, I just think of, like, you're my lobster. Like, when people are like, lobsters mate for life. Right. Um, But I've never actually thought of the inner workings of their sexual intimacy. Well, now you know. Now I now I absolutely do.
1: So then um, Luke is chilling, trying to do homework. He's signed out of the app. His mom calls, asking him for money. Apparently, this is a common thing. His mom's kind of a piece of shit and doesn't really support him, which is why he can't live at home anymore. And she's asking him for money, which is very frustrating and will become very important in the future. Okay. Um, so he has an older brother who's recently out of prison. And mom is like, we decided to start a business. Like, you should invest. And he's like, the fuck is this? Like, absolutely oh, Jesus not. Christ. Um, so then um, he goes into where he works, and we find out that he is a male stripper um, and makes excellent money stripping um, at this club. He gets along great with his um, coworkers and everything. Um, and he starts thinking about, like, he, he says he needs to pick up some extra shifts because he starts thinking about the, um, a huge part of the, um, fraternity president race campaign, whatever the fuck, um, is something called the presidential dance off. And they have to basically throw a party. Like each one of them has to throw a party under a certain budget as the thing, and so he's thinking about what he's going to do for his dance off. So it's
2: in my head when when I hear dance off, I think like dance battle, um, right?
1: But that's not it because he says like if it if this were an actual dance off, I would
2: fucking kill it. <laughs> but it's not, so uh. so I just have to throw a dance under a certain budget.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Huh. Okay. Continue. Mm-hmm.
1: So then we flash back to Keaton. Um, Keaton goes to have, um, brunch with his dad, um, and, um, he takes Annika with him. They accidentally wake up Luke when they're leaving and he's wicked pissed because he got in at like two or three in the morning because he's working at a strip club, but nobody knows that. So they go to lunch or brunch or whatever rich people do. (laughs) (laughs) They're filthy rich. And that becomes relevant later. Um, they go to brunch with his dad. Um, who starts kind of talking about, well, you know, when you come work for my company, when you come work for my company, and Keaton has zero interest in that. Mm. He wants to go into biology and be like a field researcher. He does not want to be in pharmaceuticals. Um, Dad does not understand that and is pressuring him to go for an internship. So,
2: (sighs) I don't know where this is going. Which is like the big so and sigh. I'm well, like, okay, color the, me intrigued. So,
1: so, but that's part of it, right? Is that there is just not a ton of like intense intrigue in this book. There are a couple of moments when you're like, God, ooh, oh man. But for the most part, it's like this is really nice. And now that I'm reviewing it, I'm like, oh man, that might not have been the choice for for this podcast because it is like, oh, that's really nice. Like, it's not that, it's not that intense.
2: Hannah, we can just review books that we like that are nice (laughs) to read. Like not every book has to be something that we would describe as a dumpster fire. Honestly, it's kind of a nice reprieve. That's
1: fair. That's fair. Um, I just also want to be entertaining and I don't know that it is, so. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm entertained.
2: Do you need more wine? Would wine make it more entertaining for you?
1: Probably not. I mean, like I said, I'm entertained. That's not the issue. Um, Okay. So, um, blah, blah, blah. After the... the brunch. Keaton it decides to get um, back on the dating app because he feels like he needs a distraction because you know things brunch with his dad great. wasn't great. Yeah, and this is a couple of days later, um, and so, um, so they start kind of sexting a little bit, um, because who we know is Luke, but Keaton doesn't know is Luke. Is like so. How'd you do on the assignment? And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm I'm doing fine. And he's like, fine, like B minus. <laughs> and uh, lobster <laughs> shorts is like, eh. Keaton is like, in my family, B minus is a failure. So no. Oh, honey, I only do A work. Um, and so, um, they start kind of going back and forth. Um, and then, um, they kind of start again, like sexting. And um, Luke starts going into detail about how he would give him a blowjob, right? Um, And so they are getting more and more into it. Keaton is very turned on. And he's like, well, damn. Okay. That sounds like a great blowjob. I guess we're going for it here. Um, So, um. Then Luke does ask him. He's like, "Are you at home? Close the door." Like, I want you to actually do this with me in real time. Um, And Keaton is like, "That is a line that I am ready to cross." (laughs) 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 He's like,
2: "Mm "Okay." So it sounds like he didn't have to think about it much. Like he's like, "Ooh, he
1: didn't." Okay, yeah. He didn't. Um, And Luke is not at home. So Center 3 is his handle on the app. He is not at home. Um, And so he's like, I wish I could be doing this with you, but I can't. But he does take a little sneaky pic of his abs to send um, for him to get off to. And so there's a lot of detail about that, about, like, the the sexting blowjob. And um, Keaton's like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I just came super hard. And I was not mentally or emotionally prepared for that. And they did not bring up Annika the entire time. Mm. And the whole point of this is organizing this threesome for her. For
2: her 21st birthday.
1: Right. And he's like, was that cheating? He's like, I don't think so. Because I'm doing research for this threesome. Like, it's not not building a
2: relationship. I'm like betting this person. It reminds me of um, friends and like one of the, like the flashback where mm. like, cause Ross and his first wife you know, has, he has multiple wives, but him and his first wife end their marriage because she realizes that she is a lesbian and into women and like a flashback where it's like, Oh, like we're like bringing a woman into the bedroom. And then he's like, so have you ever, like, been having a great time and then realized, like, if you weren't there, they'd still be having a great <laughs> time. It was, like, something like that. Yeah. I don't, it's been a long time since I saw the episode, but, like, tonally it feels similar where it's, like, we were organizing this for you, but then you weren't there. Exactly. And we had a great time without you. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, So then um, uh, Luke knows... That so Luke sends the picture. Um, he knows that lobster shorts is super into it, but he's also like, Maybe I pushed him too far. Cause obviously he's in a relationship with a woman. Like maybe he's not ready for all of this.
2: So, especially since like their first conversation. He, he was like, Can I touch you? Can I touch her? What's the light of the land? And Keaton was like, Oh. I don't know any of this.
1: <laughs> so Luke like, is not playing around. He's Luke like, is not playing around. Down to business. He's, he's like, ready to go.
2: Maybe lobster shorts hasn't hasn't thought all of this through still.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe
2: like maybe that's mm-hmm. not a fair assessment that he hasn't thought it through still. But just like it's a big leap for him.
1: Yeah. So then Keaton is kind of panicking because he had this experience, and so he logs out of the app. So then, um, Luke is back at home. Um, We find out that the reason he's running for frat president— So nobody really likes him in this frat. Like, Mm. he's just kind of there. But the reason he's running for president is he finds out that the president gets free rent. Uh. And he really, really needs that. He really, really needs that. So um, that's basically the whole point. So then he gets in a little tiff with some of the guys um, about— uh, pledge week because they want to force the pledges to fuck watermelons. Ooh. And then whoever lasts the longest has to then eat the watermelon. Stop. And Luke is like, hey, that is sexual assault. And they're like, what are you talking about? It's hilarious. And he's like, no, you're forcing them to complete a sexual act while you watch.
2: That's sexual assault. like."
1: Don't do that. And they're like, why are you always raining our parade? Me, 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 me. He's like,
2: like, I'm trying to make sure we can stay a frat. And right. when we do shit like this for hazing,
1: we can all get arrested. Yes. So um. So yeah. So that's really awkward. Um, and most of the guys who are on that uh committee are Keaton's friends, and so he tells he sees Keaton in the kitchen and he's looking a little weird. Mm. A little flustered. And so Luke is like, hey, you should probably tell your buddies to cool it with the pledge committee stuff. Like you may want to follow up on that. Um and they clearly have a very contentious relationship. Like they're not not fans of each other. Um so okay. So um Keaton is still with Annika he's trying to figure out what the fuck to do for this dance off he has planned nothing and it's coming up really soon and he's kind of freaking out and he's like "Mm." so they're at brunch again with his dad and his dad is like well let me tell you what I did and he planned this like elaborate thing with Cirque du Soleil performers or some shit and Keaton's like oh no (laughs) like oh no I can't do that in two weeks I'm fucked like I'm super fucked okay um, cause his dad, I forget, that's why he was, um, running in the first place. Cause his dad wanted him to run cause they're a legacy or whatever. Um, so he's freaking out. He's still messaging center three on this kink app all the time. And it's kind of escalating more. And they're starting to talk about things that are not sex related. Like they're just talking about stuff, life stuff. Um, and every now and then, Keaton will be like, oh, shit. Yeah, Annika would be super into watching us do that. Like, well, my girlfriend, he doesn't say her name, but like my girlfriend would be super into watching us do that. Yeah. Because he realizes that maybe he's crossing a line on some of this stuff. So
2: um, so he's like, I should casually mention that my girlfriend would like to watch that to make me feel better about the things that I am doing that I feel like I probably shouldn't be doing because— I have a girlfriend. Right. Got it.
1: Um, and they start doing like weird animal sex facts of the day because Keaton is super into biology and all this other stuff. So he talks about like that apparently kangaroos can masturbate. Fun fact that I didn't need to know, but now you do. Um, And like just random things like that. And Luke is like, you know what? I kind of like this guy. Like, I actually kind of like him. He's really fun. I hope that this whole threesome thing really does happen. Also, how far out is her birthday? Like, two months.
2: Oh, so we really—we put more time into planning this than the dance-off. Yes. Okay. So
1: her birthday is, like, right after the new year. Um. So— um they're, you know, Luke is exhausted because he's working crazy hours and doing all this school stuff. Super irritated with Keaton because he always has his music too loud and is making too much noise. And at one point, Annika is over um, in Keaton's room and is complaining about something. And he's like, if y'all don't even have the decency to have sex so that I can hear it, can you shut the fuck up? Like, I cannot with y'all right now. Like, he's so irritated. So do we like the
2: girlfriend, or are we supposed to be annoyed by her?
1: So she's a little bit of, like, a rich bitch Connecticut kind of situation, but she's also very sweet. Um, So, like, a little bit of both. So then Keaton decides he knows what he's going to do for the dance-off, and he's like, I'm going to make this shit happen. So he decides to throw a beach party in December. So he gets all these heaters, sand, lays, booze, all that stuff. Um, and it's a great party. However, he starts to take note of some of the other dudes and their bathing suits. And it's like, oh, huh, good for him. Like, <laughs> that's good. Nice. Like, okay. And he actually has the thought. He's like, it used to be when I was at the gym and I saw a guy doing squats, I'd be like, nice form. And now I'm like... Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so then he and Annika, like, he kind of uh, alludes to the fact that they haven't really been having sex regularly lately. Um, but they've been together for so long that it's not really a big deal. It's just, mm. like, one of those things. Uh, but they do have sex the night of his dance-off. Because he got so turned on watching the one gay brother in the fraternity making out with another dude. But he neglects to tell his girlfriend that bit. Right? Would you? Probably.
2: <laughs> well, maybe not, <laughs> actually. Like, I think it—I don't—because, like, uh, just thinking it through, I'm like, okay. Would you be like, I want—like, because it it, doesn't, it wasn't really about getting off with her. It was just that other things aroused him. and right. And other men aroused him. And— I, I guess d- if I was 21 in that
1: situation, I probably would do the same thing.
2: Yeah, like, trying to figure out your sexuality, and it's, like, already been, like, not consistent sex with your partner. And then, like, I don't know how I would receive that. (laughs) Right. To be like, I just really needed to get my dick wet because someone else made me really hot, and you are the option that I have. Right. I mean, that might be, like, a really, like, harsh way of of cutting that, but I'm like—
1: Maybe a little bit, yeah.
2: But I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I would, you, how
1: you would, if you tell him. I mean, he does talk about how much he loves her and how gorgeous she is and all this and that. I, I mean, he he does care for her. Obviously, I'm not quite disputing
2: a bit. that he cares for her. <laughs> I'm just purely going off of his motivations for this sexual encounter.
1: Little column A, little column B,
2: maybe column C. <laughs>
1: <laughs> lots of C, indeed. Um, so lots
2: of D, indeed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that just makes me think of there's a big boy song well technically I guess it's big grams he did it never mind but <laughs> he says um she needs a vitamin d overdose and I do mean d and that's all I can think about now that's uh, one of my favorite lines the music ever
2: yeah I just not it wasn't a line of music but I once remember having a conversation with co-workers and Someone had an actual vitamin D deficiency. (laughs) And one of the dudes was like, I don't have a vitamin D deficiency. Then he's like, well, maybe it's like, just like took it and ran with it forever. And we're like, you're just describing the size of your dick with a vitamin D deficiency analogy. And you have continued this analogy for a while. Too far. That was kind of... His style was. Was that the energy he brings? Yeah, the energy he brought was, that joke should have ended a few sentences ago.
1: <laughs> I hate that. When it's like,
2: sweetheart, you did so good, but you need to stop. Yep, I'm like, "Rain it in just a smidge. Pull it we, in. And we'd be at the sweet spot. But you keep passing the sweet spot.
1: And that's why you have a vitamin D deficiency. <laughs>
0: Hey there, puppies. We'll get you right back to the show in just a moment. But first, do you like us? Maybe even love us? Because we sure love you. And if you do love us, don't tease us. Tell us in those ratings and reviews wherever you're listening right now. Maybe even send us over to a special sexy someone that would enjoy getting smutty with us. Because you know the first rule of Smut Club is to talk about Smut Club. All right, I won't keep you any longer. Let's get back to the show. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay, so Annie and Keaton phone because he's aroused by the other people at the party. He does still—he is still into her, but once again. Yeah, that's not something at 21 that I, like, I don't think there's a way to, like, tactfully say that right. at 21. At least I didn't have that that tact.
1: No, nor would I. Um, so then um, Luke is like, damn, like, he did a really good job with this party. Um, but I'm not worried. I think I got it. So Keaton is super irritated because Luke tells everybody they have to come and, like, like semi-formal wear.
2: Mm, It's a classier party.
1: Yeah. And it's a dinner party. And the servers are all stupid hot. Like they all have like huge tits and they're gorgeous. Are they all the stripper friends? Yes, but they don't know that. So the guys are all like, hey, (laughs) while they're being served this food and the food is delicious. Um, And then um, one of the guys is like, so is that it? Like this was. We just had a dinner party with hot servers. This was the party, and then Luke is like, "If everyone will raise your glasses," and so they all raise up, and he just stands there, and they're like, "Are you are you gonna make your stupid toast or whatever?" He's like, "No, I just needed you to move your shit." And then all the girls come out and they get on the table and start dancing, Mm. and Keaton is like, "Fuck me, running (laughs) like he really did this like." damn. Um, and he had like poker tables set up and like the guys were all super into it. So, um, Luke feels like he nailed it and he's like, yeah, they're my, my friends from work. Like I just paid them a little extra to come help me. Um, uh, but the guys don't know that. So they're all like, how do you know so many strippers? Teach me your ways. And he's like, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, He's like, he was also like, do not touch them. I will fuck you up. And at the end, he was like, there was only one stupid sophomore that I had to punch in the face.
2: So overall, good night. Honestly, for a frat party filled with strippers. Pretty good. Yeah, that feels like good odds. Pretty good. But like, okay, because a sophomore you're what, like 19, maybe yeah. 20? 19, 20, yeah. Yeah, so like Pretty one, good. like your brain's not fully developed. I mean, none of their brains are. So like for their level of brain development. Only one. Feels like good odds. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. decent.
1: So um, that goes all really well. They're continuing to message on the app. They don't realize that it's the two of them messaging back and forth. Um, they uh, Keaton is really upset about spending time with his parents over Christmas because his dad is continuing to pressure him about uh, the internship at his company and all this other stuff. Um, Luke is really upset because when he goes home, his mom just continues to ask him for money for Mm -hmm. various things. And then his brother calls him the F word and demands that he pay him or he's going to tell all of his fraternity brothers that he's a stripper, which is just not ideal. Like, that is not what we want from our big brother, you know? To put it mildly. Yeah. Yeah. Or from anyone. Like, we don't want that from anyone, but especially our big brother. Um, so Luke is really frustrated and upset by this whole thing. So um, he winds up messaging Lobster Shorts, who is mm-hmm. Keaton, um, and is like, what are you doing on the app? Like, aren't you spending time with family? And Keaton is like, nope, are you? <laughs> and Keaton's like, I would rather be, like, be dead than deal with that shit right now. So then they uh, start sending each other videos. Mm. No faces, but of them jacking it and And, super hot.
2: And girlfriend still doesn't know.
1: She still does not know that Keaton is on this app. She knows that he has committed to organizing this threesome for them. She does not know he's on this app. So that actually comes up over this Christmas exchange Mm. where Luke is like, bro, is there even a girl? (laughs) Like, it's cool if there's not, but like you need to tell me because this is not— yeah. She needs to know because he wants to see pictures of their faces. Mm. And Keaton's like, I can't send that to you because my girlfriend doesn't know. And he's like, Well, if your girlfriend doesn't know, then what the fuck are we doing right now?
0: Yeah.
2: It's a little <laughs> skeevy. So I appreciate Luke's principles and morals.
1: Yes. So Keaton then promises he's gonna tell Annika when he gets back um from, from Christmas. Um so he does. He talks to Annika, and he's like, listen, I found this guy. He seems really great. But then he realizes he doesn't want to show her the messages that they've been sending back and forth because it's all them sexting. And he's like, ooh.
2: Uh, yeah, it's a, it's way more messages than she would be bargaining for with that. Ooh.
1: yeah. So he just takes, like, a screenshot of a couple and sends them to her.
2: Um, also, if y'all hear what sounds like a whale crying in the background, it's my pug crying on, not crying, snoring on the floor. Um, I hear it very loudly. (laughs) I do too. And so if, if y'all are hearing it as well, um, it's not a weird animal sex fact from this book. It's just my dog who's a pug. So he has some breathing issues. He snores. He does. It's very endearing. And the nasal strips don't work for him. Because he doesn't really have a snout. He doesn't. Bless his little pug face. We love him. We do. Sorry. Just needed to give that caveat in case you all hear it. That weird sound. Is Brandon. Is Brandon the pug.
1: So, Keaton sends these screenshots to Annika to tell her that he found their person. Because this hookup is supposed to be in, like, ten days. For mm. her birthday, for her twenty-first birthday, so she's like, uh, "Who is this person?" And he's like, "No, listen, like I vetted him. He seems really great. Blah 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 blah." And she's like, uh, "Okay, I I guess." So they, so they decide um, they're going to get a hotel room and they're going to do all this stuff. So then, um, Keaton tells Luke. Bye Brandon.
2: (laughs) So Brandon has CBD treats that he gets like one each morning to stay calm. But knowing that we were recording today, I gave him two. And to be fair with his weight size, that is appropriate. No one. Don't panic. Yeah. Don't panic. Don't at me about this. It is entirely okay. Um, But we have a little like bed next to us on the ground. So my husband just came and picked him up and put him on the couch. He just needed a little relocation. He did. Bless his sweet little pug soul. He's so precious. He's the purest little being. He is. Like, I we're we're obsessed with our pets. We're one yes, of those households. Mm-hmm. Like we are definitely a our pets are our children as are we household. So mm-hmm. I think it's also why we're friends. Both of our dogs wear diapers. Yep. Like, you know, we can get into that another time. But this is, <laughs> Maybe we won't. Annie's asking some questions about, yeah. like, so where did you find this guy and what's going on? i yeah. like,
1: huh? Yeah, exactly. So um, Keaton is, like, telling her, basically, no, I've been vetting him. He's fantastic. We're going to do this. Um, so then he coordinates with Luke. Luke is like, okay, um, I'll see if I can get the night off of work. We'll make it happen. Book the hotel. Like, let's do this shit. So the night arrives of Annie's 21st birthday. Keaton is having a great time and he is super excited to meet this guy. He still doesn't know his name and has never seen his face, but he has very much enjoyed their conversations. He feels like they're getting to know each other. They're learning more. Um, Like he's learning that, you know, this guy has issues with money and he works a lot and, um, you know, all these different things about each other. They really like each other. They're they're building a friendship. So he's very excited to meet this guy. However, Annie is like, is someone actually coming tonight? And Keaton is like, yes, you asked me for this and I told you I was going to do it
2: and I always like, follow through on a promise. Like when she's saying that, like does she not want someone to? Does she not believe that he actually did it? Both. I'm, okay. Both. Like she's like almost like a, yeah, this was fun in theory, but, like, now that we're here, like, oh, we're we're really doing this now. Right. Okay.
1: So she's, like, I don't want to do this. And he's, like, are you serious? Like, you asked me for this. Mm. And she's, like, yeah, but I just thought you would get the hint that we need to spice up our sex life and suggest, like, edible underwear or some handcuffs or something. I didn't think you'd actually do it. And he's, like— I promised you that I would do it. He's on his way here Ugh. right now. But he's like, obviously I'm never going to force my girlfriend to do something that she's not comfortable with sexually. So like, what the fuck? Like I'm fucked now. Um, And that actually happens earlier in the book too. Like, He's super horny when he wakes up in the morning and, like, rolls over to, like, nuzzle on her. And she's like, I am sleepy. And he's like, okay, honey, I love you. He's like, because only a dick wakes up your girlfriend for sex
2: when she's trying to sleep. Like, aw. That's but, very I mean, endearing. Yeah, it is very endearing and very sweet. But I'm also kind of like, Annika. Well, I'm like, you, you can't have both. You can't, like, want things spicier. And then, like, if the biggest spice— if the if the red pepper flakes of the situation <laughs> are that he woke you up, nuzzling you, I'm like, that's that's st- like, girl, like, what are you? What do you have in your head? Apparently, right. edible underwear was her whole solution,
1: right? Or handcuffs, or something. So Keaton is like, well, fuck. Like, he's on his way here right now. He's going to be here, like, any
2: second. And And, Keaton's super excited to meet him.
1: Exactly. So he is, like, really embarrassed, and he doesn't want his new friend to think that he's the one backing out. And he's like, well, shit. So she's like, well, just message him right now and tell him not to come. (gasps) And he's like, okay, okay. So, like, as he's pulling his phone out, there's a knock on the door. Mm. And then we switch to Luke's perspective, and Luke is super excited. He took the night off of work, which is a big deal for him because money matters. And he cleaned up, and he's super excited. And he's like, I wonder if I'm at the right room, but I hear male and female voices, so must be. And then Keaton, who is his roommate, opens the fucking door. And he is like, hey. (laughs) They're like, uh, I think I have the wrong Neither of them saw right this now. coming. No, not even a little bit. So then Keaton uh, says, "Actually, like we're uh, we're good,
2: we're good." Um, like nope. kind of ends up giving them an out because he's like, "Oh, oh, mm-hmm. I know you. Yeah, we're good." So okay, no, okay. Mm-hmm. So then Luke starts to get a
1: little heated, and he's like, "What?" So Annika's in there. Annika's in there. The the daughter of like, she's some kind of heiress to some huge fortune or some shit. He's like, so so Annie's in there. She wants to get doubled down. you right. Re- are we doing this or what? Because he's like super pissed because they both think that they like catfished each other. Mm. And he's like, they're both like, no, this is just a stupid coincidence and I had no fucking clue. This is crazy. And again, Luke is super pissed. He took the night off of work. And so Keaton's like, well, can't you just like go in now he's like no jackass for somebody who's never worked a day in their life Mm. I'm already going to be late my boss is going to be pissed I don't know that I'm going to get what I need to get blah 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 um and Keaton's like well I'm really sorry but you should go thanks boss Mm. awkward yeah and very disappointing because they both really liked this person that they found so then um Luke goes to work And he gets smash hammer drunk afterwards with the other strippers. And then um, he uh, takes an Uber home. And he's starting to feel like he's sobered up a little bit. He goes upstairs and he hears music and stuff happening in Keaton's room. And he's like, whatever. I guess they decided to come back here instead of staying in the hotel. doesn't matter. But then all of a sudden, Keaton, like, busts into his room and is like, where have you been all night? I've been waiting for you all night. What are you doing? And he's like, bro, you need to calm down. Are you drunk right now? And he's like, yes, I'm drunk. Annika broke up with me. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, she said that um, the passion isn't there in our relationship anymore. And she thought, you know, I was gonna spice it up with some handcuffs or something. And that's why she backed out and blah, 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 blah. And he's very heartbroken. Cause again, they've been together for a really long time. So he's heartbroken and really frustrated. And um, Luca's like, well, what do you want me to do about it? And then they kind of start making out a little bit. Like the sexual tension has built. They start making out a little bit. And then Keaton's like, holy shit. <laughs> like,
2: ah. Oh, this is this is where the red pepper flakes were. Exactly. Not with Annika.
1: Exactly. He's like, oh my God. Um, so then I, I'm pretty sure that at this point, Luke blows him. Pretty sure. Um, and then like jacks himself and comes on his chest or something like that. Whatever. It's not really relevant to the story, to be honest. But they have like their first sort of sexual, sexual experience encounter. together. Um, they're both intoxicated. Um, and then Keaton is kind of freaking out afterwards, like grabs his stuff and like hustles. He's like, oh God, <laughs> like hustles on out. Um, So then there's more of this like awkward tension. They see each other around the frat house and Luke is starting to get kind of irritated. So he's making like little snide comments, but then he gets surprised that Keaton starts returning these snide comments. They get back on kink. They're continuing to chat. And then... um. They just start fucking, basically. Um, like, that's basically what it is. And Keaton, Luke tells Keaton that he is like a golden retriever puppy because he's just so happy all the time and he just wants to play with a Frisbee and he's really excited to be part of the group and is just looking forward to it. And Luke is not even a dog. He is an alley cat passing through and he's not interested in the commitment. And Keaton is like, that's fine, but I'm asking for exclusivity. It will only be the two of us. Like if I'm fucking you, nobody else is fucking you. Um, and Luke also has been unwilling, now that I said that, Luke has also been unwilling for Keaton to fuck him. So far, Luke has fucked Keaton, mm. um, but not the other way around. Um, lots of blowjobs and uh, Tustin Jimberlakes and uh, other other things. Um, so then they, they're having fun. I mean, they're, they're just having fun, kind of hanging out. They're keeping it secret from the frat. Um, the, then Luke gets a phone call from his mom and, uh, Keaton overhears him yelling in the other room he's like, the fuck is that? So he goes and he's kind of eavesdropping and he hears Luke say, well, I don't have a car, mom. I don't know how I'm going to get there. Fine, whatever, I'll try to borrow a car, bye. And um, so his mom had called asking for money because she spent all of their money and didn't have enough to pay her heat bill. Mm-hmm. And this is New England in the winter. And so he was like, well, damn, like I can't, I'm not gonna be able to sleep at night if yeah. I let my mom fucking freeze to death. So Keaton is like, let me drive you. And Luke is like, for the love of God, please no. Like, <laughs> no. Luke is the commitment phobe in all of this. He's like, absolutely not. Keaton's like, bro, come on. So he takes him. It's very awkward. Um they go find his brother as well and Keaton watches Luke's brother again call him the f-word and just be very belittling and threaten to beat him up and stuff. Um and even makes derogatory comments towards Keaton when Keaton gets out of the car thinking he needs to help Luke. Um and he's like, "Bro, your family." Mm. Your family, and he's like, "Yeah, I know. Let's never talk about it again." He's just deeply ashamed yeah. of of his family. Um, so things continue to progress. Um, they are banging a lot, um, and Keaton's super into it. However, he misses Annika a lot because that was like his best friend, even if they weren't like sexually compatible necessarily. He really misses his best friend. Yeah, it's
2: been a long time in their relationship.
1: And he's like, I wish I had somebody to talk to about Luke, but I don't because I can't talk to any of my frat brothers about it. So he he winds up calling Annika. Annika tells him that she's also dating someone and they miss each other and— And so they start platonically hanging out again, which Luke feels weird about, which makes Keaton really happy.
2: (laughs) I was going to say, Luke feels weird about it. So Keaton's like,
1: hell yeah. He's like, (laughs) woohoo. He's like, do you love me? I bet you love me. Because he's like a golden retriever puppy. He's so excited about everything. Um, So then um, Keaton finds out that it is Luke's birthday. Luke wasn't going to tell anybody anything about shit. But one of the other brothers knew, so they were planning a party for his birthday. Oh. So that's Keaton nice. is like, hey, babe, uh, you wanna come on a drive with me? And Luke's like, not really. I was gonna go for a run. And he's like, nope, you promised we're going. Thanks. So they start driving. Luke thinks they're going into town or something. And all of a sudden, Keaton is driving to the city. He's like, where are we going? And he's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> And Luke is like, I don't play that fucking game. Where are we going right now? Or I'm going to jump out of the car while it's moving. Like, Luke is a very salty pretzel. He is very (laughs) salty about everything.
2: Um, I prefer the, like, the honey mustard and onion pretzels. (laughs) Noted. Um, Like, the straight salt ones. That's that's Not Luke. for me. If
1: anything but, he's salt and vinegar, if anything. He's like well, you know, dark. I
2: can, I can work with salt and vinegar. I
1: do enjoy salt yeah. and vinegar. Yeah, myself. Um but that's that's the energy that Luke brings. Very salt and vinegar. Which like we
2: we but we also like understand his life history and like we we see how he got there and we love him and support him through it.
1: Exactly. So, um turns out Keaton has planned a weekend getaway for his birthday. And um, when they go into the hotel room, Luke is like, What else did you do? Because he he's like, I know you and you are extra as fuck. <laughs> what else did you do?
2: It is not just a hotel room. Just I'm no, I'm not here for the surprises. No. Just tell me.
1: Um, <laughs> um he also got him concert tickets. They have dinner reservations, and then they have, like, some kind of uh, brew tap festival thing they're going to go to. And Luke is like, okay, and, like, turns around and goes into the bathroom, and Keaton is like, oh, no. Oh, dear. Maybe I am too extra. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe
2: I am a golden retriever puppy. I'm so sorry. Okay, but also for, like, being, like, college age, that is a, like, thorough birthday plan. He has a hell
1: of a trust fund. His dad owns a pharmaceutical company.
2: I mean, like, here's the thing. But still thoughtful. Yeah, I was going to say, money aside, just, like, that level of thoughtfulness, Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is— Very uh, thoughtful.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, Lou comes out of the bathroom, and he's actually in tears, and Keaton is like, what? And he's like, do you know the last time someone even remembered my birthday? I was 16, and my mom didn't even get me anything. And so, Keaton is like, oh, my God like my heart is melting. Um and so they have a fantastic weekend together. Um and then um Keaton like they start to to get frisky or whatever. Um and Luke is like I bet you're probably too sore to to do anal again and he's like well I mean for like for you we can figure it out and he's like no 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 no. Like, I'm not going to hurt you. Why don't you do me? And Keaton is like, best day ever. Like, happy birthday to me, um, even though it is not his birthday. Um, and so this is a very magical, intimate weekend for them. They have a fantastic time. And I, I completely forgot. So before this, um, some of the frat brothers, one of them is having a birthday. And the frat brothers decide they're going to go to a strip club. And there are two strip clubs next to each other. One is a men's strip club, one is is a women's strip club. And they go into the wrong strip club. Mm. And the guys figure that out immediately and leave. But then Keaton is still standing there talking to the hostess. And then he sees Sam, or Sam, he sees Luke come out dancing to a Sam Smith song, getting naked. And he's like, God damn, like, okay. And so he realizes that he's a stripper. Um, And Luke is, again, very ashamed, very secretive about it. But Keaton is like, it's super hot. And like, can I come watch you sometime? And Luke is like, absolutely the fuck not. No, stay away from me. So anyway, this is a big deal for them to have this intimate weekend together. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal. So as they're driving back, Luke is driving Keaton's car and they start to pull up to the frat house and there are all these cop cars everywhere. And they're like, what? Oh no. So they start to get out of the car. And then one of the cops is like, are you Luke Bailey? And he's like, "Uh, yep, yep. And he's like, cool, you're under arrest. And he's like, For what? For what? And he's like, don't worry about it. And like puts him on the hood of the car and like frisks him and does all this stuff. And Luke is flipping the fuck out. He's like, I literally have no idea what is happening right now. Can you please tell me why I'm being arrested? And they're like, you'll find out down at the station and like shove him in the car. Turns out he's being accused of robbing the school. Um, Like stealing some computers from the school or something. I
2: was really hoping this was going to be a sex thing.
1: No. Stealing some computers from the school.
2: Like I thought it was going to be like hot cop strippers. No. Uh, Wishful thinking for all of
1: us. (laughs) (laughs) For everyone involved. These are not hot cop strippers. If anything, they're bigoted and terrible. So um, they get to the police station and they say they have— it was his school ID that unlocked the doors to steal these computers.
2: Was it his fucking brother?
1: It was his fucking brother. So it turns out that one of his frat brothers didn't realize— that Luke's brother was not someone that needed to be around, and he had shown up at the frat house and even showed his ID to prove he was Luke's brother. And so the guy was like, "Okay, I okay, guess yeah. if you're Luke's mm. brother, like go on up and leave him a note in his room or whatever." And he had stolen all the cash that Luke had and his school ID. Um, I'm
2: but not Luke a fan didn't know that, brother.
1: right? But Luke didn't know that because then he immediately went out of town. Mm -hmm. So he didn't know. So the cop is like, sounds pretty convenient. So you gave your brother your school ID and then went on on a little weekend getaway? And he's like, no, Jesus Christ. He's like, I think I need an attorney. (laughs) Like, Oh my God. So we flash back to the the frat house. Keaton is flipping out. So he calls his dad. Oh, I forgot to mention as well. So Luke has been coming to the brunches with Keaton's dad Mm. every now and then. Because Keaton really doesn't want to be alone with his dad. They just don't really get along. So Luke's been coming along and he's a, a finance major. And so he and his dad are like really hitting it off and like besties for life. So Keaton calls his dad and he's like, dad, what do you do when somebody gets arrested? And he's like, what are you talking <laughs> about right now? Um, I thought you were with Annika. Because it turns out, Dad had checked Keaton's credit card receipts and saw that he booked a hotel and just assumed that he was with Annika and that they had gotten back together. And he's like, "No, I was with Luke." And he, his dad's like, "Luke Bailey?" And he's like, "Uh, yeah." He's like, "Like, like finance, Luke?" Like, yeah, one of the same. Yep, that's the one. Nailed it. So, um, his dad is like, "Let me call somebody who is, um, licensed in Connecticut. We'll figure it out." So um, then the whole frat is standing there staring at him like, what the fuck are you doing right now? What is going on? And he's like, hey, everybody. (laughs) Awkward. Um, So then they all overheard the conversation about he and Luke spending the weekend together. So now they all know, um, which was very upsetting for everybody. um, Because Keaton had backed out of the— frat president race because he realized that Luke was doing it to get free rent and he Mm. needed the money. So he backed out of the race, which pissed Luke off a lot. Were they
2: the only two running? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And the rest of the frat did not understand what was going on. So when all of this came out, Keaton's best friend was like, oh, I see. So you were fucking him and like he turned you and got you to like manipulated you into doing all this and he's like it's it's a fraternity president situation like it's not that serious and no that's not what happened yeah.
2: <laughs> that's not what happened and also Come like on. it is not like an actual big no, campaign that's happening not. here it's not
1: so um and through all of this Keaton is also applying for an internship um that would put him basically out at sea for two months over the summer um, that he's really excited about but hasn't mentioned to his parents because his dad still wants him to do the finance internship with his— stuff. Right. Yeah. So all this is happening at the same time. Um, and then uh, Luke meets his public defender who's basically trash. <laughs> and Luke is like, no, listen, if you call the hotel where I stayed— like they can tell you like they can show you the video I was there and um the guys like yeah okay we'll we'll figure that out when we get to trial but for now you're going to have to pay your bail and he's like bail like i don't i barely have money for rent like i can't pay yeah. bail and he's like well that's really tough for you and so luke is really freaking out he's like holy shit i'm going to be here forever like i'm going to lose my scholarship i'm not going to be able to graduate everything I've been working for is just going to go up in flames. Like, Oh my God. But then another attorney shows up and says to the public defender, you're fired. Get out. And so he gathers all this information. He's like, the Hayworth's hired me. I'm here for you. I got it covered. No problem. And basically immediately gets the charges dropped. Like as soon as he walks into the courtroom, mm. uh, he's like, the, the college is not going to like it. If you're charging a student, with a crime that he clearly did not commit. This is lazy police work. So unless you would like to get a phone call from one of your largest tax bases, I strongly suggest that you drop these charges. Thank you. It was very Elwood's. Like, it was a very legally blonde moment where he was just like, chow Did he bend and snap? I don't, it wasn't specified, but yes, in my mind, he did. <laughs> in my mind and in my heart, yes, that's what happened. Um, so then Luke is traumatized by spending a night in jail and having all of this happen. So he goes back to the frat house, realizes that everybody knows that he and Keaton have been fucking. And he's like, great. Fuck. Awesome. (laughs) I hate it here. So then he just refuses to speak to Keaton. He's like, I'm not, I can't do this with you. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a terrible person. I come from terrible people and anything that we have or have had is going to be tainted because I am trash. And then Luke's mom shows up at the frat house and starts screaming for him. So he goes out and he's like, what do you want? And she's like, the cops just showed up and arrested your, your brother. We have to post his bail. We have to help him.
2: Bitch, like you showed up for Luke when Mm -hmm. he was Mm -hmm. just arrested Mm -hmm. and needed Mm -hmm. bail? Mm Mm-hmm. After his
1: brother essentially framed him for this crime by stealing his ID. And all of his money. Mm -hmm. So he's like, no, mom, I'm not going to be doing that. And she was like, if you don't do this, we're done. You're not my son anymore. And he says, okay. And she's like, oh, good. Like, let's go, let's go get your brother. And he's like, no, no. Okay, I'm not your son anymore. And the whole frat is witness to all of this.
2: Like, it breaks my heart, but I'm also, like, way to hold a very necessary and difficult boundary.
1: Exactly. He needed to be done with all of that. So then um, he and Keaton aren't speaking, and a couple of weeks start to go by. And Luke is like, maybe I reacted a little too strongly. Like, most of the brothers in the frat are chill. Like, they don't really care. Yeah, it was just,
2: like, the shock of— yeah, everything that weekend. And he's
1: like, and I miss him, but also like, I still like feel the jail slime on me. Like, I feel like I'm going to taint everybody around me. Um, And Keaton is like pining for him and all this. And then he's like, you know what? Not anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to pretend anymore. He has lunch with his parents, both of them, and comes out fully to them Um, And he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm I'm not bisexual. Like, I'm I'm just gay. (laughs) Like, turns out I'm just super gay." (laughs) Um, And they're like, "Okay." And then his dad is like, "So you couldn't just be gay? You had to be an academic too?" Because he tells, (laughs) like, he tells his parents about the internship. That's the line. That is the line.
2: That's the line. I mean, fuck who you want, son. But you also had to be an academic. Just bullshit. Really. (laughs) <laughs>
1: um, so then Keaton is like, you know who would do great at that internship though? Luke Bailey. You should probably give him no. a call actually. Um, he's like, even if we're not together, I still want him to do well. And I'm sure he would be pissed at me for like putting his name out there, but we're not together. So what's he going to do? Like, you yeah, know, suck it. So then um, Keaton winds up getting the internship and he is talking to Annika and he's like, I don't know what to do. Like, I've, I've tried to reach out to him. I've tried to talk to him. He's not responding to me. I'm going to Chile for two months, and he's getting—he got an internship with my dad's company, and he's going to be in Newark or some shit for three months. Like, I don't know what to do. And Annie is like, listen, if you really care for him, you'll figure it out. And he's like, I have an idea. So he writes a note. And I love he says, this golden retriever energy. He's so cute. He really is just the Maybe a golden energy. doodle. Yes, very golden doodle. He's very smart, but also kind of dumb and very sweet.
2: Very floppy.
1: <laughs> very floppy. Yes, very floppy. So he writes a little note that says, um, "I know, like this hasn't been going well. I get it, um, but I'm leaving. Please don't delete the kink app." So then. They start messaging each other while they're worlds away on the kink app. Um, well, I say that. Keaton messages Luke often, and Luke has never responded.
2: So messaging each other is a bit yeah, of a strong
1: statement. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Luke looks forward to it every day. Like, he's really excited about these messages. He just knows that he was a huge asshole, and he doesn't know, like, what to do now. He's like, oh made a mistake. I don't know what to do.
2: I made a mistake and I don't know how to fix it. So instead of just, like, responding, I'm just going to look forward to all of the messages.
1: Yes. Because it turns out the the ocean waters where Keaton is are, like, some of the most dangerous in the world. And so Luke is like, oh, my God. Like, please send me a message every day. But also I'm not going to ask you for that. But also please do that because I'm worried you're going to die. So regardless, um— Luke does finally message back um, after a few weeks. And Keaton's super excited. So they start this back and forth. Um, Luke sees Keaton's dad, and Keaton's dad is like, oh, man. Like, he probably would be sending me those pictures of the sunset if I hadn't been such a colossal douchebag. And Luke's like, I am not going to comment on Mm. my boss's relationship with his son, who I am fucking. (laughs) I'm just going to leave that alone in the elevator at the office. (laughs) Um, But uh, eventually Keaton is like, where are we going? Like, what's going on? And um, Luke's like, I don't know. Stop asking me questions. I don't want to answer. And Keaton's like, okay, well, here's the deal. My family has a huge summer party on this date. I will be back then. If you want to be with me, I will see you there. And if not, I am done. And that's it. So day of the party comes, and he is playing badminton with Annie. Um, having a great time, but not really. He's just staring, waiting to see if Luke shows up. And of course he does. It's all very exciting. And um, so it's all very
2: exciting. It's all very exciting. Everything's so then, exciting to a golden doodle.
1: <laughs> yes. They have a a sweet little hug moment. Um Keaton takes him on a tour, introduces him to his mom, and Luke's like, oh, my God. Like, I'm meeting his mother. I fucked him, like, an hour ago in the neighbor's pool. Oh, Jesus. He's
2: like, oh, God. I think we skipped over that. We did. In my head, I was like, they made it to the party. Sweet golden doodle introduces him (laughs) to his mother.
1: No. They go on a field trip because they're very randy. To the neighbor's pool because the neighbor is at the party at Keaton's house. So he's like, she's not going to be home for a minute. Why don't we just. So that's how that happens. And then um, they meet his mom. Luke meets his mom. It's all very sweet. Luke finally dances for Keaton. He has never done that, but he does a little dance for him. And then it's all basically happily ever after. All the charges against Luke were officially dropped. His brother was arrested and convicted. And he's still got a TPO out on him anyway, just in case. Um, Luke's gonna be the fraternity president. Keaton's very happy with him. Annika's very happy in her new relationship. And it's all very sweet and wonderful. And that's that's it, that's top secret. There's, it's not top secret. (laughs) I was literally just thinking, I was like,
2: <laughs> so what's, what's top secret about it?
1: Nothing. Not a lot. Like, at one point, one of the lines that stands out to me the most is that um, when Keaton first starts messaging Luke on the app and, like, experimenting, he's like, I guess I'm just vacationing in my own mental Syria because this is an area I don't go to. And it's like, what— what does that have to do with this? What does top secret have to do with this? It's very
2: loosely—we're we're making loose associations. Like, when I think top secret, I think, like, Spies. espionage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any espionage I
1: missed? No. It's just them not telling people that they're banging. That's what's secret, but—
2: So what's our rating system for this one?
1: I was just thinking that— Maybe lobster emojis for the lobster
2: shorts. That's fair. We've already done lobster rolls.
1: Oh, I forgot about the lobster rolls. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe we should do something different then.
2: Um. Well, the a lobster emoji is different than a lobster roll. It is different. You're correct. Um. We could do chubby shorts. <laughs> we we could do. The length of shorts, because <laughs> short chubbies- length. <laughs> so
1: from speedo to like jenko, is that what we're doing?
2: Yeah, I we no. I I'm here for this because I mean. So here's my husband. Is a the, sh- thi- the shorter, the better. <laughs> well, but here, but here's the thing. It's not necessarily the shorter the better. My husband is a very thick side man. Okay. Um, the first time I saw him in shorts, I was like, "I think each of my husband's legs are individually the size of my head. Like, he has some tree trunks on him. Um, our future children will be some thick-thighed fellows. Like, it, it is what it is. My husband, like, we we like we did CrossFit for a while. Um, like, I've seen my husband do like 400-pound squats. Like, these are not small thighs. Um, and because of that." Shorts are difficult. (laughs) Like, so we, like, the the chubby shorts actually work really well, but they have them in several lengths. And Mm. it's not necessarily the shorter the better. It's that they're, like, have, like, more leg room and, like, width to them, if you will. Right, right. But I do think that it's, like, the five-inch inseam is the one that my husband wears. Although when you look at my husband, you're not, like— Skies out thighs out, am I right? You're just like, oh, those shorts look normal and appropriate on you. Longer shorts tend to look a little weirder. This is a very long tangent about my husband's <laughs> thighs. So <laughs> I sorry, was y'all. Say, why? How did why? Because we're talking about short lengths. Like <laughs> the length of shorts. So yeah, from Speedo to Jesus. Jenko. <laughs> Speedo <laughs> where? to Jenko.
1: But again, like which is better. That's what I'm saying. Like shorter the better or longer the better. Well, I think the shorter Luke the better. And
2: Keaton would say the shorter the better. I
1: would agree. Yeah.
2: So, so where are we talking on on the lobster short length? I have a lot of hand <laughs> motions going on that y'all are missing. <laughs>
1: um, you know what? I'm gonna say like, at least above the knee. Oh, for sure above the knee. Um, I would give it. I would give it a five-inch inseam. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, I love this book. It's very comforting. It's fun. There's there's enough plot to, like, keep you in it. But and it's, like, it's
2: very endearing.
1: It is very endearing. It's very sweet between the two of them.
2: Like, I just—I really love the golden doodle energy.
1: There's a lot of golden doodle energy. How many
2: golden doodles wearing shorts? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rank it?
1: Definitely at least eight and a half.
2: Yeah, I don't know how many it's out of, but at least eight and a half.
1: I don't know how many it's out of either, but at least eight and a half. And dogs wearing clothes is the best. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we love Top Secret, Serena Bowen and L Kennedy. Excellent work, ladies. Thank you so much. We appreciate you.
2: Yes, we rate it a five inch inseam. We rate it... At least eight and a half dogs wearing clothes. <laughs> um what do y'all think? What do y'all rate it? Read let it, us let know. us know. Absolutely. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and thanks for joining us. Thanks, y'all. Bye.
0: Next week on Smut Club.
2: <laughs> it goes from six to midnight real fast with the level of like physical, yeah. flirty intimacy, chemistry between them. Um he puts the next song on the jukebox. And it's Phil Collins. I can feel it in the air tonight.
1: And he is like, apparently, it turns into like a weird sexual thing. He does double check her age. She's 23, so she is legal. (laughs) Um, I made note of that. Um, But yeah, he starts dancing with her to Phil Collins and kissing her and feeling her up.
2: Very intimately. And then at some point, he's like, I want to hear you scream. And she goes, I want you to make me scream. Like, I'm
0: like <laughs> what? Well that's it for this week's Mud Sluts. We hope it was good for you, cause it sure was great for us. If you're digging what we're doing, it would mean a lot if you'd take a minute to rate and review the show wherever you're listening right now. Maybe tell that sexy someone to lend us an ear. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Stay spotty.